Dennis, it's episode 69, my friend. The weed number. The weed number. We made it. So I thought in honor of episode 69, I thought that I, I, I was going to tell, tell you one of the sexiest stories, Dennis. One of the, oh, boy. Here a story we go. About one Let's of, go. One of the sexiest encounters that I ever had. This thing, it, can I tell you, this got me so turned on, Dennis. You're not going to believe it, right? I actually, truthfully, people at home, I don't know where he's going with this, and it's it's upsetting me crazy. This is the story <laughs> of how many years ago I won $5,000 on the Channel 7 game show. I, I realize I actually haven't told this story on the podcast. Um, you mentioned it last week, and I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. You won $5,000 on the game show. <laughs> how, do we, how do we not get across this? But, you know, I, I'm not lying about the, the fact that it turned me on. I mean, you know how much I love money, dude. Holy moly. Five grand? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> can sit down for a week. Anyway. Yeah, so I won five grand in a, in a game show one time, dude. Um, and also I did it by cheating. Okay. All so right. Let's go. Kind of buried the lead there last week when I didn't mention that part. So I used to work as a trivia show host. It's a well-established uh, fact uh, on this show. And one time there was a guy who came along and he was he, he came up to me. He's like, hey, mate, um, is it all right if I hand out these flyers? I'm like, oh, sure. What is it? And it was like, oh, think you know trivia? Why not apply for Channel 7's Million Dollar Minute game show, right? And so he went around and he handed them out. I think he was a producer on the show or something. I don't know. Anyway, they needed they needed contestants. And I was like, oh, never mind one of these punters doing it. I'll do it, right? I've been hosting trivia for yeah. years, right? Surely some of it has been absorbed into my brain. So I apply and I go in. They're like, yep, sure, no worries. Come to the auditions. I'm like, auditions? Okay, interesting. Oh, yeah. Screen tests, man, yeah. But I, I, I realized very quickly, because when I got there, there are just a I mean, a bunch of different people, but there were obviously people who fancied themselves as real trivia buffs, huge nerds. Um, and I realized... television writing. But that's the thing. They weren't looking for people who knew a lot of stuff. They were looking for people who were interesting mm-hmm. or funny or were going to make good, make good TV, right? So I started talking about, you know, how I played for the national team, uh, for Australia for Magic the Gathering. I was talking about like, just like, like when I did my little audition thing, I was like trying to be very funny and it, I, like i really turned it on right like the way that i do when i'm on stage whatever else really got into that that sort of performance personality um and sure enough yeah. you know, i was asked back for one of the filming dates and i was like oh fantastic you know this is i tried to make myself present myself as a very interesting and engaging and funny person which is you know a difficult thing to do for someone like me but i did my best dennis yeah, and big uh, gap for you to make up but i understand i yeah. got across the line so i got asked to come back for the uh, for the actual filming date really interesting experience because they were like you turning up does not guarantee that you're going to be filmed, right? They they had like a secret order of all the contestants and you just had to be there because they were filming the bap, 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 one after the other, after the other, after the other. And it depended on, you know, if they had a carryover champion who went on like a five five episode streak, then that would eat up one of the the three slots for the contestants, right? Whereas if you didn't have a right. carryover champion, that yeah, so, so I'm sitting there. So boring. Holy moly. All of us just sitting there. It was so boring. And I got chatting with some of the other people there and I was saying, oh, I'm a trivia show host, that sort of thing. And then they, and they were asking what it was like. And then it got to the point where I was actually reading because I had the quizzes saved on my phone, right? Because I'd email, us to, email them to us every week. So I was actually reading some of the, like doing a little warm up with some of the people, like reading some of the quizzes to the people in the room <laughs> until this, and this sounds real, this sounds like a sort of, and, every, and then everyone clapped type story. But until enough people had sort of scooted their chairs around and were like doing that, looking over the back of their chairs where they were sitting to like be part of it, that I was like, oh, whatever. And I just got up and stood in front of the entire room 
No, God. no, like I bet at, there was someone in that room who was like this guy. Oh, I mean, there were people who just had headphones in or were reading or whatever. But like, it, it just I didn't do it because I'm like mm, this will really impress people. I did it because it was like annoying having everyone crowd around. I know the story well, doesn't reflect bored, very well right? on me, yeah. but like it 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 made sense in context, right? It was it was. You a, think this doesn't reflect on you? I'm waiting. Well for, I'm waiting for the cheating part. Well, eventually I'm called. Right, I go out. Um, now I'm not gonna not gonna beat around the bush. I got absolutely smoked absolutely smoked really it was me and this other guy and this woman and this woman was incredible at trivia like didn't give us a chance everything sports history politics geography science like i'm i have some area like sports useless music movies terrible right history politics geography com like popular science that sort of stuff right i'm i feel pretty confident i couldn't get a word in edgewise she was Incredible. I was so far behind, right? So was this other bloke. So was, this just a, was, it, was this a buzz-in kind of game? Yes, exactly. So the guy would ask a question, the host would ask a question, it was first a buzz-in, and she was just like halfway through all the questions, she's like, blip, Ethiopia, blip, the uh, uh, neon, blip, whatever, you know, the, 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 when the was silence of the light. 1853. Yeah, exactly, like that sort of stuff, right? She's just it's <laughs> incredible, right? So me and this other guy was sort of looking at each other like, well, we're, you know, <laughs> we're never walking away with anything. Anyway. What they did as a sort of like catch-up rubber band mechanism, I guess you'd call it, right? Is they had... The blue shell of this game show. The blue shell of the game show was presented to me and this other guy, right? So she wasn't allowed to take part in this bonus challenge where a question would be put up on the screen and we had to buzz in and answer it. And if you answered it, you could either get... I can't remember how much. Just say like, I don't know, 10 points, right? Five points, whatever. And an, an amount of points, right? Or $5,000. Yeah? So Whoa. I'm like, all right. Here we go. Fantastic. Love it. And he goes, the question is flags. The topic is flags. And I'm like, there is no chance I get this wrong, right? I'm like, I had a flag sticker book when I was a kid. I'm still, I think like, apart from the Caribbean and uh, West Africa, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty good with flags pretty much you everywhere. You consider yourself something of a vexillologist? I, I, I've lolled at many vexes, let me tell you that, right? I, f- I felt very yeah, confident with this. Enough. Anyway, they threw up one that was actually really, really hard. Um, it was, I think it was the flag of Thailand from memory. Um, but mm-hmm. the flag of Thailand is very close to the flag of Costa Rica, right? Um, yes. And uh, and so there was, there was yeah, the, the, the Thai flag and the Costa Rica flag are basically the red and the blue on them is inverted. And then I think they threw in like, uh, look, lots of this flags. This feels like an extremely right? tricky challenge for a colorblind man like you, Riley. Right? No, nah, red, red and blue is easy enough. Now, if it had been a brown flag, who knows, right? Anyway, but this is where the cheating comes Hang in. On. I don't, so I'm very confused as to how you can cheat at this. So I'm, I'm interested to see, because it sounds like it's just like, here's a flag, what country is this flag from, right? So it feels like the mechanics of the game. Well, let, let me tell you how the cheating came in, right? It had nothing to do with the question. At the beginning, when we'd first started... Um, it, we did like a buzzer check so we'd know what it sounded like and how it worked, that sort of stuff, right? So at the beginning, the producer's like, all right, just t- check your buzzers. That's how, you know, they explain the rules. So I pressed it and went like that and it was fine. But I noticed that like it wasn't hooked up to anything, the buzzer, apart from like it just, I guess it shut off the other buzzers. So if they, if I pressed mine, then they couldn't press theirs and it just made a noise, right? But I was like fiddling with it a little bit. I was like pl- pressing it to see if I could like press it multiple times, that sort of stuff. And I just noticed that it was just, you know, you just, Press it whenever you want it and it would make the noise. And obviously you don't press it in the middle of when the other people are talking unless you're answering a question or whatever. So you have no reason to press it at any other point. But when he explained that this was a first person to buzz in and answer the question correctly, if you get it wrong, the other person gets it, right? So there's a lot on the line for this question. I realized that there is no way 
at all that the buzzer has a control as to when you can press it, right? And Mm. I realized that I definitely could buzz in before he said now. Because they put, it was a, it was a multiple choice thing. He, he put the flag up and then it was like, is this Thailand? Is it Costa Rica? Is it Cambodia? Is it whatever, right? So I knew the right answer. And, he, and he's going, fingers on the buzzers, your time starts. And I just pressed it before he said now. Oh, and there was, and, and what happened? And I, and I got it. I got the, I, I, what? I, I, I got That's outrageous. I, but, yeah, I know. I just, because I timed it to, for, for him to, your time starts. And I basically said it as, I pressed it as he said now, or just before he started saying now. Close enough. That, I mentioned. Like, that, I mentioned. I mentioned the blue shell earlier. In Mario Kart terms, you were hammering that A button as the yeah. boot. Yeah. Boot, yeah. Boot. <laughs> as soon as well, I was, I was trying to get the item to load into the item box as fast as possible, so I could fire it off. Yeah, but it worked. Oh my god! It worked. I timed it well enough that it didn't seem like I was completely taking the piss and cheating, but also, um, you know, early enough because if this other guy knew the answer, right, I wasn't taking that risk. So anyway. When you said you cheated on a game show, I didn't expect it to be like dexterity. Yeah, dexterity. You cheating. thought I'd seen the answers like on the back I of the sheet. Yeah, yeah. Desperately yeah. hoping that it would have been like that episode of Always Sunny where Charlie goes on Family Feud and that the practice questions you'd been doing in the waiting room <laughs> were the oh, questions so, for yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, I was just reading out these questions and it happened like a, a slumdog millionaire type situation. No. Anyway. Exactly. So, yeah. And the guy's like, yes, correct. Well done. That is uh, that is a flag of Thailand. Now, would you like the 10 points uh, or would you like the $5,000? And just to give you a context, just to give you an idea, <laughs> let's say it was 10 points. I can't remember how many points it was, but I can remember the, the, the sort of proportions of our scores at this point. If it were 10 points, right, the woman who was winning. Smoking you. She was like 100 points ahead. So it was so a it drop, would not have moved drop the in meal. the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, do you want the money or the points? And I was like... I'll take the money, thanks, mate. You I'll glance the- over at Barbara's point till you're like, mm. yeah, mm. <laughs> difficult one, but I think I'll take the five. Yeah, and anyway, so the rest of the the thing continued. She absolutely smoked us. Like we're in the by the end was like she was like two hundred points ahead. This woman was so good at trivia, um, which gave me a lot of confidence, right? Because the the game show, the format of the game show had a carryover champion, right, million dollar minute, and if you won. If you were the, if you came first out of the three people, you got to do like you got to do the million dollar minute, and which would, sometimes would let mm-hmm. you come back and play again the next day, right? So if we had some like idiot who didn't know anything, couldn't tell shit from shoe polish, right? And they did the million dollar minute, got it wrong, bombed out, didn't get to be a carry of a champion. There's every chance that Channel Seven will just cut that episode because there's no there's no continuity, right? Mm. And I was told as I signed the paperwork to get the $5,000, they're like, we're only going to pay you if this episode goes to air. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, dude. So you can go, you can film an episode, you can win all this money, but if they don't air it, you don't get the money. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. my God. I guess that I guess that makes sense, but it doesn't feel... I was going to say you were in that money fair and square, but in <laughs> no, this scenario, you specifically did not <laughs> earn very, the money fair and square. Not. You earned it cheating and with a rectangular flag. But I, I'm surprised by that, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes they don't sense, make yeah. their money, I guess they don't pay you. But So you were confident that because... Oh, like, dude, I walked out of there. Barbara. I walked out of there, you know, already... Like, I, I was speculating on futures based on this uh, this this 5000 This $5,000 was as good as in my bank account, right? As, yeah, actually, yeah. I obviously didn't speculate on it. I just put it in my bank account and never spent it. It's probably probably $5,000 are going towards the house that I'm uh, that I'm buying, to be honest. Those $5,000 still rattling around in there somewhere. Anyway, 
Walked out of there knowing that it was in the bag because my competitor was so good that she would definitely go on to be like a, a worthy carryover champion. And uh, yeah, sure enough, the episode aired. I never got to see it because I was in Berlin by the time that it aired and I couldn't watch it because it was only available on in Australia. They don't put episodes of Million Dollar Minute on, uh, you know, on the international airwaves. Uh, but no, the money was there probably has my to be account. A way to find this. Uh, I believe I, I saw. There's I only saw... three seasons of it. Oh, right. There's three seasons of this show. How many episodes do you think that is? Uh, 60. Don't be ridiculous. It's 468 episodes. <laughs> oh, it was daily. It wasn't weekly. They're ordering 120 episode seasons. My yeah, God. Yeah. It's a, so it's a daily game show, not a weekly game show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They were rattling them off, man. Like they, they were going, pa, 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 pa. I think they did 10 in a day or something. It was. um. It was it was huge. I mean, the, the host would have been. <laughs> costume change, in and out, do it again. Yep, okay, meet someone for five minutes, have a conversation with them. Oh, you won five grand. Well done off you guys. Don't cheat next time. Um, there is a section on this Wikipedia article called Notable Winners, and I would like to add Riley Knight, Magic the Gathering Personality, won $5,000 when cheating and knowing and buzzing in early to identify the flag of time. Oh, look, I, I think we can leave that. I don't know. I don't need Channel 7 coming coming, ch- coming and chasing me for the arrears. That's fine, I think. I think we can just leave but it. But you mentioned, I mean, so this, was, what, this would have been what, like 2013 or something like that? 2014? Yeah, 2013, 2014, yeah. So, I mean, $5,000 is, I mean, it's always a lot of money, but that is a life-changing amount of money at that stage in your life. I, I was 24, 20. I was 23, 24 yeah. years old. I, I was planning to move to Berlin. I'd saved up around five, $6,000. So I just doubled so the amount of money that I had. <laughs> yes, yes. I just doubled the amount of money that I had. It was at the point where I was like, I'll be fine in Berlin. Probably I'll have to get a job and I'll have to do this, but it'll be okay to like, I'm fine. I don't have anything to worry about. Like that, that $5,000 is like, you know, at the age of 23, especially with my sort of frugality and living habits, I'm pretty sure I could have lived the entire year in Berlin without without a job on $10,000 because, yeah, I, I, could, I, could make, I could make the money go a long way. I don't think I've ever won or competed in anything like that, certainly not a television game show. There are some – I have friends of mine who, like, um, were on – actually, you met actually was on a pilot for an uh, RTE, so a local – Mm-hmm. TV game show that I think never aired. So whatever you say, he local RT is the national broadcaster in Ireland. Yes, and yet I would say the size the size of its audience is smaller than many American local access TV stations. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, well, probably more people saw my episode of Million Dollar Minute than watched. Uh, yeah, anyway, go. They definitely did. They made, they made, they made five hundred episodes of this bad boy. Um, so what, what was what was the game show he was on? Uh, like oh, I, I wasn't there. It or? was called Frenemies. I think it was like. I think it was like a general knowledge game show where you started off cooperatively and then like at some point throughout uh, the mechanics of the game, you are forced to betray each other. Seven in the, seven in the back, yeah. yeah. It's good TV. Yeah. It's good TV. Good TV, good TV. But you're right. What you pointed out is interesting. You, the, you would expect they want people who are good at trivia on the show, but for two reasons, they don't. No. One, those people I would have to imagine self-select for not being the most charismatic and interesting people in the world. I don't want mm-hmm. to cast any aspirations. No, no. I mean, nerds are nerds. We all know that. Pro trivia yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, and second of all, they lose money. Yeah. Yeah, cost some money. No, they want people who are interesting and know enough for stuff to be tense. Yeah. Although it is good viewing when someone, like, you know, the, the, that, the, 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 what is it? Who wants to be a millionaire? That guy who yep. used his lifeline Cheated. to call his dad. No, no, oh, not that guy. guy. So the first guy who won in the US, yeah. Yeah, he used the lifeline to call his dad to say, hey, um, you're my lifeline on millionaire, but I'm not calling you to ask you a question. I'm just calling you to say that I've just won a million dollars because the answer is blah, blah, blah. Like, what a flex. So good. It was sick. Such it good was television. Sick. Yeah. Um, do you remember the guy who cheated in the UK? With the coughing or something, right? 
Yeah, so he had he it was such a weird cheat. He had two friends what were better at trivia than him, who were like sitting in the wings and would call he'd list through the answers, so it'd be like like in your example, like, mm, is it Costa Rica? Silence. Yeah. Is it the Ivory Coast? Silence. Is it Thailand? And you hear someone off crowd and you'd be like, yeah, I think it feels like it's Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> How did they ever get caught, Dennis? How did they ever get caught? The crime of the century. Well, unbelievable. Social, the social contract and the social like societal pressure meant he won on the day. And then afterwards, they're like, hey, you're going to prison. <laughs> like, No. Yeah. He I didn't go he to, to prison. prison. What? I think, he, I, think, well, I think he was charged with a crime. No way that that's a crime. Are you kidding? Charles Ingram found guilty of cheating. Okay, but found guilty is a little. No, bit... I think I wouldn't be surprised if the TV show came after him for maybe like a breach of contract or something like that or misrepresentation. But that's how is that criminal? Convicted by a majority verdict of their offences. Prison sentences. Both of them were given prison sentences, spent for two years, eighteen months. Yeah, two years in prison. Each fined fifteen thousand in order to pay back some I mean, prosecution fine. costs. And you I should, you back should not. Money. You should not be going to prison for that. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It's fraud, I guess. It's fraud, and it's tricky, though, because I'm sure then it's some perjury, right? Well, no. Why is it, like, what... I, I, like, I'm not a fan of cheating, right? Like, I talked about the time Mason came around and played um, Settlers of Catan and he had too many cards in his hand when the robber got rolled and he didn't give... Like, I was, I was not happy with that. I wasn't going to send I'm, him to I'm prison sure for I'm, it. I'm sure that other dude that was on that game show with you talks about you on the podcast with the same venom you talk about. <laughs> Mason cheating well, now I'm time. worried. Am I going to go to prison for, for cheating on a Channel, Channel 7 game show? Well, they were guilty of a crime. It sounds like you're guilty of, Riley. Oh, I can never put this episode out. Which is procuring the execution of a valuable security through deception. Oh, I can never put this episode out, Dennis. Burn it. Send <laughs> <laughs> it the bottom of the ocean. Oh, no. Terrible. I didn't realize this in the, I mean, it might be different in Australia, but in the UK, apparently deception is illegal. Yeah, lying. Straight to straight to prison. Straight to the Tower of London, mate. King I guess Charles chops your head off you, himself. Well, exactly, right? Once you get to trial and lie about it, that's illegal. Well, <laughs> like, it, right? and, that, and that's the point. Like once, once the authorities become involved, obviously you have to tell the truth, of course, right? But then at that point, like, kind of, well, don't cheat. Give the money back. And if they sue based you, on, fine. Like, if they come after you in the civil court, that's fine, obviously. Based on the, the, the like, candor that you spoke about on this episode, I think if they'd said to you on the time, hey, did you buzz in early on purpose? You'd be like, yeah, did you? <laughs> like, I did, yeah. Is that, that 5,000 in cash or is it a check? The problem, you, now, you've missed a bit of a detail here. Probably something you didn't realize, right? This is a television program. There were about mm-hmm. five cameras pointing at me. If they wanted to prove that I'd buzzed in early enough for Action it to replay. be a problem... They they would have had the evidence to put me here, put me in the slammer. I, I think, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It, look, it wasn't. The thing is, if it were that egregious, if he was like, and your time, st-, and I just bang like that, they would have been like, well, your time didn't start. It was me knowing that the buzzers you needed to give deniability remotely yeah. switched on. So I just went for. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. It's just. You know, it was a bit of a false start, like a bit of a false start at the Olympics, right? But within a margin where it's like, oh, it it could be okay. Like it, it, they might not. You be. are lucky that a producer at the in the back room trying to get his fledgling game show renewed for this four hundred thirteenth episode. Yeah, wasn't like burn him. This is good television. I want him in the back, security surrounding yeah. him. Yeah. I want the full, the full Tackled Jerry Springer stage, treatment. Yeah, here. yeah, 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 yeah. that would have been good. That Where's been my good money? <laughs> yeah. Well, that would have been good television. You would have been one hundred percent. You could, you could have been the succulent Chinese meal guy. Oh, dude, I would have milked that for everything it's worth. What is the charge? Knowing a flag? A central, a central American flag? Flag? 
Oh dear. No, I think it was Thailand, not Costa Rica. It was one of the two. Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, doesn't matter. I got the money. Well, look, and I do want to point out at this stage as well to any Channel Seven executives listening that um, this was just a tale of uh, fiction, just something I made. I, I was on Million Dollar Minute, but obviously I played by the rules at all times. Just amu- an amusing anecdote I tell my friends. Um, Anybody out there, please, 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 if you can, in any way, shape, or form. I don't need you to watch every episode. You can direct me to the the torrent of four hundred sixty eight million dollar minute episodes. Well, who's going to prison now? Who's going to prison now? You're soliciting thousands and thousands of people to send you illegal, pirated, copyrighted material. Is that illegal in Costa Rica? Is that is that a loophole we can use? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I tell you what, you're coming down with me, my friend. <laughs> you're okay, oh you're coming, boy, you're coming oh down with me. boy. I lo- I love the idea that at the end of the show, hmm. they're having the production meeting. They're like, guys. We're going to have to ax it. I know we usually make our multi-million dollar donation to the children's orphanage down mm. the road, but I'm looking at the numbers and mm. we're 5,000 over. Okay, we sure. just can't afford to <laughs> yeah, just, just, just the meeting at the meeting of the Channel 7 executives. It's like, right, well, you know, look, Million Dollar Minutes and a lot of exciting things produced a lot of, uh, a lot of really compelling TV and um, we're excited about a fourth season and they're there looking at us, look, these numbers, they just don't add up. They just don't add up. It's just so close. I mean, we really want to approve this, but our hands are tied. You know, you're 5K over the budget. It's well, You're $4,999 over budget, you know. If they're, if they're, and I'm afraid we're going to have to replace the show with, um, you know, the, what the people want, which is one hour of unedited footage of us throwing puppies into a wood chipper. So that's, you know, it is what it is. It's <laughs> like probably, it's just, just, probably just more episodes of Ready, Steady, Cook, to be honest. But, uh, you know. I think it was actually replaced with the Chase Australia, for what it's worth. <laughs> oh, man. I should get back on game shows. Got a pretty good record on them. Yeah, when you cheat. Just have to avoid prison. Anyway, that $5,000, Dennis, that was a long time ago, and I got to get paid. So let's have some ads. Let's have some ads. Riley, I want to talk to you about sleepovers. Oh, so you're getting into the spirit of episode 69 as well. Sexy sleepovers. Mm. I am am not. (laughs) I want to talk to you about, I think I mentioned before how every weekend when I was growing up, we'd go to my friend Luke's Luke's place. Mm -hmm. And there is Which one was Luke? Luke was the guy who drew the maps? No, Andy drew the maps. Andy drew Um, the maps. Luke is the guy, Luke lives in Manchester. Oh, this is the Luke who was stolen, uh, stolen away to England. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um... He lived a couple of doors down from me, and his parents would go out on Saturdays, so we'd all go over to his house. But what was his role pizza. in your group as the? Because you know, had had the 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 the, the cartographer. There was yeah, Darren. Uh, Luke I guess was guy, and in this scenario, Luke was guy. What had free house? Okay. <laughs> so you know, right, in right. truth, truth, truthfully, an invaluable asset. Oh, at the age of thirteen also, or fourteen, unbelievable. Guy who was good enough at football that it made it unfun for the rest of us. Is that a category as well? Yeah, yeah. So it's the sporty guy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a sporty guy for sure. Sporty guy, yeah. Um, we have a funny story about Luke. Um, we had um, there's a thing in in secondary school here called transition year. So you have your first three years, and you have a big exam at the end called your junior certificate that you do when you're 16, I guess. Uh-huh. Then you have transition year, and then you have fifth and sixth year, and fifth and sixth year, then you do your equivalent of like your GCSEs, and you go and you go to college, which is the equivalent of like the SATs, right? Your big 18 year old decide where what you do with the next four years of your life yep. test. Mm-hmm. But in the middle there, we have something called transition year which is where you're supposed to learn softer skills and try your hand at a bunch of things. Oh, this is where you so did like trying- woodworking and stuff. No, woodworking was a core subject. This is where <laughs> I did like a creative writing class. Oh, okay. 
or I did like drama, or you could learn Japanese for a year. You say that like, like it's that. so exotic, but that's just a standard thing in Australian schools. Japanese is well, usually... you are much closer to Japan than I am. <laughs> the, 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 school, the languages we usually get taught in schools, you can usually choose between French, Jap- Japanese, and Indonesian. That also makes sense. Yeah. 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 We have French and German, occasionally Spanish if there's enough demand for it, and one time Japanese because there was a teacher who happened to be Japanese. Why are they teaching, you, why are they teaching you German before Spanish? Spanish is like one of the most spoken languages on earth. Yeah, I don't know. I think Germany it's, um, is spoken. In, German is spoken in Germany and Austria and a bit of Switzerland. Yeah, yeah Spanish. Spanish is spoken across the, the Americas. In Spain, I think I it's hear? more. I think I think it's meant to be like an EU focused curriculum. I well, think that's meant to, you meant. Oh yeah, and famously, Spain isn't part of the EU. Yeah, no, well, Germany is a bigger part of the EU than Spain is. All right. Okay, that's fine. All right. Yeah. Financially, at yeah. least. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I agree. Spanish would make more sense, mm-hmm. like globally for sure. Yeah, but no. In transition year, it was. Um, it depends on the school you go to. So I went to a school that was quite um, artsy fartsy. So, mm-hmm. like I said, we had creative writing and Japanese, or like, for, like also the PE stuff goes out the window. So normally PE is like today we're running, today we're playing football, today we're playing dodgeball, right? Mm. But in transition year, one semester of PE was just bowling. You would go oh. to a bowling alley. <laughs> nice, dude. That's good. I was wondering where you go. I was wondering where I was going to go, but yeah, bowling, sick, cool. Do some rock Sailing climbing. was another yeah. one. Oh, like, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah. Um, but if you went to a school, and it's not this, like I didn't go to like a fancy school, but if you went to a school that was much more like, a, listen, you're in here to do your exams and get the hell out of here, right? Mm-hmm. If you went to one of those schools, it was like you get to do different maths, I guess. Shut up. So Luke went to one of those schools. Okay. Um, and in those schools, transition year, first of all, you can skip it. You don't have to do it as part of your curriculum. You can graduate a year earlier at the age of 17. That's fine. And a couple people in my year did skip it. But Luke just slacked off um, and just stopped going to school and would go home and play Call of Duty and got really highly ranked, as I recall, on <laughs> Modern Warfare. I mean, look, you're, well, going, that, you're going 10-pin bowling, right? He's playing Call of Duty. It's not, it's not like I'm using my time much yeah, more. There's not a huge gap between those two activities, to be honest, yeah. Exactly. There was one time in transition year where we, we were setting up a drama thing. We had an English class, and um, our English teacher was also our drama teacher, as is often the case. And she was like, oh, Dennis and Tommy, can you guys go take a look? Um, I want to find just like a really big piece of black cloth, just like for like a big spool of black cloth because we need it for some show. Can you guys go take a look in the back room? Just come back in like five minutes. I'm like, yeah. Tommy and I went over there. We sat down in two chairs in the back room of the theater, chatted. Mostly, honestly, just sat in silence and reveled in the fact we weren't doing anything. Nice. Came back half an hour later and we're like, yeah, miss, couldn't find it. We couldn't keep find it. She's like, okay, yeah. well, go keep looking. Oh, right, you, got to, oh you got to run it back? Right, I spent two hours sitting oh. in the back of the theater. Did you actually look at all at any point at all? Well, right, right when we left, we were like, oh, yeah, picked up the cloth we found the second we walked in. Like, Is this working? She's like, perfect, brilliant. Yeah, we've been, half, we've been halfway around the school, looked in every nook and cranny, and there it is. All right, finally. Jeez, that's good. That's so good. That that's was good. the vibe. Well Depen- Love that. Depending on, I, I found Transition Year to be extremely enriching, mm-hmm. but depending on the school you go to, I understand that's completely not the case, and that was not the case for me. Yep. But I digress. Um, every Saturday night, we would go to Luke's, we would order pizza. We would bring two Xboxes, set them up, play 4v4 Call of Duty, LAN party. Oh, Excellent. Dude. Core childhood memories. Oh, my goodness. It's just... You just you don't know in the you, uh, you really don't you, you don't, don't know you don't know that I wish there was a way to know you were in the good times before you were out of them you know yeah yeah but we can only do that so much yeah. trust me we did a lot <clears throat> before you have to start inventing new ways to have fun okay so 
Right. Okay, again, I'm not. It was just time to hold your horse. <laughs> so me and the boys one night. Me yeah. and the boys. Uh, no. Um, well, we, what we would do is we would turn off all the lights. All right. I love where this is going. Look, you know, you're 13, you're 14, you're coming into yourselves, you're learning more about exploratory, your, yeah, learning more about your bodies and each other's mm-hmm. bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I've all been there. I wish that was a story I could tell here. That'd be much more interesting, I think. But no, we would play hide and go seek in the dark. So the way this game works is you turn off all the lights yep. in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty pitch black at this stage. Ireland's quite far north. At night, it is dark. Mm-hmm. And whoever's it goes into the little bathroom under the stairs. You, you, you know those? Little, just a little cubicle you have under the stairs sometimes with just a toilet in it? Yep, yep, yep. They go. They sit in there with the lights on. Everybody else sits outside in the dark, has time to adjust. Yeah, right? dude, that's such a good twist. So they come out and they can't see because their eyes are They can't see. To, yeah, I love One that. One time, a Darren just hid by lying on top of the kitchen island. <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't see it. <laughs> like a dinosaur. His vision was based on movement. This is based completely see. on motion yeah, at that yeah, stage, 100%. Yeah, that's great. I love that, yeah. We would um we did the classic thing before where we would play a multi multi week game of risk, you know. Oh, you go up. I, my start. interest has just plummeted back to earth. Risk is the, one of the worst board games that there is. Okay, it go is. On, Let me tell you, risk risk has the biggest delta between the game is over and the game has ended of yes. any other board yes. game. <laughs> yeah, it's oh what a penance. Okay, yeah. And then the other thing we would do is we would wait for Luke's parents to leave. We would sit outside. And Luke wouldn't invite us over. Okay. We would just, after his parents had left, try to sneak into Luke's house while he was in there. Wait, did he know that this was happening? After a while, he caught on. Right. So, um, so, hang on. Was this this how these hangouts began? Or a while into it, were you just like, we're not going to confirm with Luke that we're we're coming over. We're just going to try to break into his house. We're just going to enter the home once his parents. Yes. Okay. So, this was was after you'd already been hanging out playing Halo or Call of Duty. Yeah, this isn't how we met. (laughs) No, not Um, that. But but I'm saying, like, you... That would be be a very interesting origin story, though. Oh, how did you guys meet? Well, uh, he broke into my house one time when I was 13, and I thought he was an all right mm. sort, so we started playing Call of Duty together. But as it evolves, you invent a game, right? So I, I remember one time I snuck in. Luke was sitting at his computer in the kitchen. Mm. And I was just I was just standing behind him, mm. having home invaded him through yeah. the back garden. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another time, Darren snuck in and hid in a cupboard for like 45 minutes. That's, he was, that it, is... It's such wow. young... It's such teenager logic. Because you get in, you're like, ha-ha! And you're like... Now what? Now what? Yeah, what we, but that's that's so. Doing? There's so much commitment to that. But like, at least go around like you. I don't know, mess with him or something. Move things around. Make noises. Like, do something. But you, once you're hidden, what are you going to do? And then eventually, so Luke's sister went horse riding. And now that I realize, maybe this is more proper for episode sixty nine. Um, Luke would just hit us with a riding crop if he ever found us. All right, now we're getting. Now we're getting back to that. Now we're getting territory. somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I do. I have. I have a memory of. I have a memory of being cur- curled into a ball on the stairs of Luke's home and him just beating the snot out of me with this riding crop. To what? To what end? What had you done? I, I snuck into his home. Oh, and so that was... Oh, oh I see. So the riding crop was a direct... Ah, yes. it was his. It was his response to yeah. the home invasion. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It, it was. I don't know what island stand your ground laws are like, but a riding crop. Yeah, probably I know, is I mean, probably, it probably covers a riding crop. Yeah, I don't riding think you can pull out a rifle, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the guards are going. Oh, they're going. Comes. Hey, now, come on now. 
but if you've got a riding crop, it's probably you're probably going to be okay. Yeah. There was one time, and Go this on. is so, so, and maybe this motivates the um some of the venom I felt from that crop, but one time Luke found a bike down in the woods that I showed. I think I showed you in the woods, and you came over to my parents' place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He found a bike, and it was in a ratty shape, but he took it back and he restored it. You know, replaced the seat on it, polished it off, got all the rust off, replaced polished the tires, it off, pumped them up. Mm, now I get mm. back to, oh, And on. the bike wasn't pristine. Let's be real, but it was that's a functioning a, bike that he had found bike, and put some. Put some love into. Yep. And a friend of ours who we're not friends with anymore and haven't been probably related to this was like, ah, guys. And you know how you know how an idea snowballs among some teenage boys, right? Especially with you. You are one of the biggest, ca- like, you you will take a, a like a, you you will even, idea germinates, right? You are the fertilizer and the, and the sunlight and the water that has this seed of an idea grow into a mighty oak tree bigger than it ever would have been i would before. i would really like to not take credit for the idea well, well i've already painted you into this corner so we'll see we'll see where this goes anyway go on what happened we got the idea we're like god oh, luke's luke's gone out to like dinner with his his granddad or whatever for his granddad let's burn down his house no let's steal his bike and smash it up and burn it. oh that's awful it was so horrible it was so cruel yeah and we had this like we were like 13 so we had this like you kind of just get swept up yeah. in it like and peer pressure think, is oh, no this, joke this, at that age be, dude this will be funny this will be funny and then you sort of realize oh it's not going to be funny but these other guys seem really into it and i, I don't want to be the yeah. pooper. and then you're standing there watching it burn yeah and you're like well we're kind of in for a penny in for a pound now yeah we can't turn back. No. And but all of Luke you were probably home. all of you were probably thinking, oh, we probably shouldn't be doing this, but I don't want to be the one to say that. No, exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. And Luke awful. comes back and is obviously very upset that we've destroyed this bike he lovingly restored. And there was no pop off. He didn't get angry. He was just sad. Yeah. And we and were like, oh, that was a teachable moment for all of us, I yeah. think. Honestly. And that's the and only position where things might be redeemed is if it's like, oh, and then he went, you know, he went mental at us and it was funny or, you know, you should have no. seen his reaction or whatever. But he should have seen his reaction. And he was so he was so upset and disappointed, man. Like he was really upset to this with day, us all and it made us real feel really bad. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. To this day, as well in our 30s, if we bring it up, he'll be like, yeah, that wasn't funny. What the hell's wrong with you guys? Yeah. Like, I don't yeah, understand. Good. I'm glad he hasn't let go of that, man. Because that's not, uh, yeah. <sighs> so what, what's the cruelest thing you've ever done to your childhood friends? What's the cruelest things I've ever done to my childhood friends? What did I do? I'm trying to think. I, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of childhood friends, to be honest. I, um, Oof. I mean, that's the cruelest thing of all. Well, when I was 13 and 14, so I changed high schools. I went to, I went to a, a high school for two years. and You had your own transition year. And then moved to another school, um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I was pretty low on the pecking order. Um, at the, bike bur- you were the one getting his bike burned. I was the one getting the bike burned. Yeah, no, I was. I was pretty low on the pecking order at both. Like socially speaking, I was just an absolute huge nerd at the first school that I went to. Slightly less at the second one because it was a school for nerds specifically, but like still wasn't very high on the pecking order. And and the worst thing was I decided I wanted to be cool, so I started trying to hang out with the jocks, and that really didn't work, and I really was never excited. And then eventually I hung out with the art kids and the music kids, and that was fine. It was whatever. But um, I don't know. I definitely, like, this isn't, this. we're going to go away from, like, amusing stories about, like, silly things you did as a teenager into, like, getting a little bit realer. But, like, I was I was picked on pretty, pretty badly throughout um, my early teenage years. 
And so obviously then I started picking on kids when I got a bit older and a bit bigger and a bit, ah, you the know, cycle yeah, continues. the cycle continues, man. And like, yeah, there are kids that I, I have very unpleasant memories of like, just like sitting behind a kid in class and just repeating everything that he said very quietly under my breath. Oh. Yeah. Just really nasty. And then at one point he like flipped the table, like turned around and like tried to flip the table. It really hurt. He didn't flip the table because he flipped it into my legs. <laughs> he just like oof, picked up the table and slammed into my legs. Hurt a lot. Um, Definitely deserved it. Definitely, definitely deserved it. And um, I, I, I'm, I'm pleased to say that I did get in trouble for that because the whole thing was, yeah, yeah make, him, make him, you know, as you say, pop off, make him explode, make him get in trouble. But then he was like, oh, Riley was doing this. And I uh, yeah, didn't get away with that one. So I, I got my, I I got my justice f- for that. But um, I had a friend of mine who would make fun of me for being fat when I was a kid. And we got into this weird like Oh, dude, are you, you going to get into the... Is this the bit where you're going to... Because you said... Is this the kid that you said something to that was just like the most face-meltingly cutting remark? No, no. That's that's James. And I said... That's not, not James... James... James Burke, a friend. I don't think you met him. Um, no. He's the guy I've talked about getting getting dressed. Can you share that ma- remark on the podcast or is it too much? It's just... It's not funny. It's just sad. And yeah. I don't want to sh- I don't want to no. share it. It was So basically, was I, I won't say what it was, but like, yeah, Dennis... So some guy that... Den- I've met... As I said, as Dennis said, I don't know him, but some guy was making fun of Dennis for being overweight and Dennis came back with something that was just like... It had stopped him dead in his tracks. It wasn't like a funny... We were in a car. Witty. We were in the car. We were not young. Um, oh, I thought I this was when you were a teenager. No! <laughs> Yeah, I was like Dennis, 19. Dennis made Still a very years. deeply personal remark that was... I mean, Dennis is a clever guy, right? Dennis is very good at reading people and he's very good at sort of knowing what people's, what people tick, what makes people tick. And this, yeah, he said something to this guy that was, uh, oh boy, oh my goodness. We weren't taking any... But look, you know, bugger him. He deserved it. He shouldn't make it was, fun of it. Was, it was... Did the whole car went silent yeah. and then genuinely four or five very pregnant pausing seconds pass. Yeah. And he goes... I'm never making fun of us ever again. Yep. Mission accomplished, baby. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Don't poke the bear. So, no, okay. So, this was when you were, you, you were young. People were making fun of you for your weight. Yeah, yeah, I was like 11 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy would make fun of me. Mm-hmm. And I would tackle him. And I would just beat the snot out of him. Yeah. Well, you know. Just, but Riley, it was not okay. I was just like pounding my fists into his face. There's a level of tolerance for that, though, between a certain age, especially for boys. Like, we used to beat the shit out of each other at high school. But, dude, this happened every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if this dude, I don't know if this kid was getting off on it or what, because there was some, he kept coming back for more. He kept coming back for more. Yeah, right. Okay. You're not looking for excuses to dish it out. He's just there being like, all of the twists, hat in hand. (laughs) Please, sir, may I have another? Yeah. It was, um, there's just a level of, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing. I'd like to talk. I wonder what. I wonder if it's still happening now with teenage boys. But like, there was just a what? level of like. There's a lot of damage behind boys will be boys, man. But th- there was yeah, and there's just so much. There was so much violence at my high school that was just accepted, right? Like there were things you would like. One of my friends, I'm still friends with him now, Nathan Laos, right? Very good Full friend of mine. Every time. No, well, I, I mean, he, you know, he won't have a problem with me bringing this up because he firmly believes he's in the right. He was very particular about making sure none of his paper was creased. Right, like in his books, in his notes, anything like that. All the paper was perfectly flat. What didn't crease anything. And um, so, obviously, what we would do is we would scrunch it up or fold it over, even just a little fold in the corner. And he just he just punch you. He would just punch you for doing it. Like, and it, it was just. Smart. And it was Nuclear just, option immediately. It yeah. was just known that that was the trend. And I, I like this guy who kept coming back for more. I kept coming back for more because it was funny to fold his page over and and have him get really upset about it. Um, and I went, I went, to his, I forgot about this. I just remember this. I went to his house. He's married. He's, no, he's not married. But he's got a kid now, right? Living in sin. Awful. Anyway, you know, he's got a kid. 
Um, he lives in a you know beautiful apartment in Melbourne. Went around, lovely place. They've re- they've really looked after it. Place is pristine. Doesn't surprise me because Nathan is just that kind of bloke. He likes mm-hmm. he likes things orderly, neat, and tidy. Anyway, go through to his office, his home office, right? And he's got all his notes and everything laid out perfectly, all nice and neat. And I go over to immediately fold one of them. And he's like, what are you doing? You're in your 30s, man. Are you seriously going to fold a bit of my paper? And I was like, oh, this isn't going to be funny because now if he hits me, we're 30. Like, we're 33. Like, he can't (laughs) just hit me. It's going (laughs) to be... I would have loved if you folded a piece of paper over and you get the like Pulp Fiction Kill Bill zoom of like the alarm bells going off in yeah. his brain yeah. and he just beats you yeah. within an inch of your life. In front, in front of his one-year-old daughter. This is, this is how we you deal. Deserve, this is how, this is how we deal with interlopers <laughs> when it comes to our paper, sweetie. Man. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I'm slightly ashamed to say. Now, in hindsight... I'm ashamed to say that I backed down and I didn't fold the paper because he made me feel like it would have been a very silly and immature thing to do, uh, which is absolutely right. It would have been, but that shouldn't have stopped me. So I think you should have done it. I agree with you 100%. Next time. Repercussions will come what they, what they may. I think you should have done it. Next time. Next time. Next time I'll, I'll get, get it. I'll get, yeah, anyway. So, But no, look, I don't know. I, you know, to answer your question about cruel things that I've done, that I, haven't done I, I never did anything that was cruel and funny. So... I mean, my bike was, the bike burning was not funny. It was just sad. No, it was just sad. Yeah. Yeah. No. In a, no. in a, in a in depending, that's one of those scenes where depending on the music you put behind it, it's a very different kind of movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also his response. Like if he comes, he's like, oh, guys, like that compared to being like, oh, that's okay. No, right. Yeah, he came over and he said, you guys are assholes, mm. stamped it out and carried the burnt husk of his bike home oh. alone. Oh, oh my goodness, that's poor Luke. That's terrible. No wonder he moved to England. He wanted to get away from yeah, you pricks who bloody yeah. burned his bike. I think there's a couple of those lashings of that riding crop that I definitely deserve. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was just <laughs> you were getting them up front, knowing he knew that like, he knew that you deserved them ahead of time. Exactly. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Have a Listen to This. We do hope you've enjoyed the episode. And hey, if you haven't, doesn't matter. The, the download numbers show up all the same. So whatever, suckers. But if you did enjoy this show, please tell your friends about it. And uh, look, tell people that aren't your friends. Tell acquaintances and even your enemies. Again, the downloads show up all the same. Uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash have a listen to this. You get access to uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, early early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 